Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. Everybody and welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the podcast for two redhead comedians choose a word, phrase, or concept, and then talk about it through their gingery lens. I'm Jacob Godby. I'm Alex Tate. How are you, man? We missed you last week. Yeah, I'm back in the realm of people that have a spare hour to record a podcast. <laughs> welcome. Yeah. Join us. Yeah. It's been uh, insane. I moved myself just three hours away. So that's not very far. But then I moved my girlfriend, Sheridan, 16 hours away. And we drove the whole way towing a trailer, which my previous trailer driving experience was maybe 20 seconds. Yeah. Did you did you hit any like metropolitan areas with it that were a little dicey? Uh, just Salt Lake City. And did I, as someone who has driven in LA and Salt Lake City, I would put Salt Lake City drivers right, Salt Lake City highway drivers right up there with psychotic la drivers it's it's this weird little bubble right in the middle of the west that has the most insane batshit drivers that have ever existed i don't get it yeah the salt lake is a tough spot to drive in i think a lot of them are not people from salt lake (laughs) yeah very true i guess but god it's just insanity and then when you i don't know about you but when i'm in a car for anything over like 10 ish hours i really start to lose my mind towards the end of it yeah yeah i can do like a solid eight and then after that it's like "Mm, this is gonna get weird yeah it was just we were like driving through arizona and like southern utah like really late at night and it was just I don't know. Weird things happen in the desert. I don't know. I just felt weird the entire time. I don't have like a good example, but I was just felt like I was losing my mind as I was like driving. Well, that's down. fair too for people like us that come from mountains and whatnot. Like it was weird for me when I moved to Texas to like just to live in like a totally different biome. Like Los Angeles at least has mountains and like it had roaches, but for the most part, you know, it still had a lot of the same animals and like flora and fauna, but Texas totally different. I don't even know like where to step, where not to. <laughs> like yeah, we, so yeah, that's how I feel about the desert too. When we like when uh so we moved her down there and then I stayed down there for like three days to help her get settled into well, basically say goodbye in a, in a sappy way, I guess, because we're not going to live together for the next like two years. Yeah. And um, but we went on a hike and I was like, dude, we have to like watch out for scorpions and rattlesnakes. <laughs> so that's fucked up. Yeah. Um, is it do you th- is it going to be nice to like get a, a reacquainted with your right hand? Yeah, it's already been wonderful. <laughs> You're like, oh, hello, old friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've been through a lot together. Yeah, and then I just dumped you. I just threw you by the wayside like some <laughs> no good forgotten piece of trash. Yeah. Yeah, this hand isn't WAP. <laughs> what? Oh, have you listened to the new Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion song? Oh, yeah, you sent me that. <laughs> what is, but. W A P, it stands for wet ass pussy. Wet ass pussy? Yeah. Not as in wet ass and there's a hyphen between wet and ass, not uh, a hyphen between ass and pussy. Ah. Uh, wow. <laughs> I did yeah. did I did I tell you this story when I was looking for roommates in Bozeman? I came across I A, the place I'm living in right now is just like randos off of Craigslist, but it worked out well. They seem like good guys. Um, but I did come across one that was like it was just this dude who was like squeezing uh uh bud light can between his bicep (laughs) and um i was like well i gotta click on that and he was like looking for a cool bro or or 
bro girl which i didn't know was a, ah, yeah. a, to, to hang out with and then it just like all this stupid thing like must be 420 friendly which is fine but like whenever someone says that in their ad i'm always like no because i yeah if you have to say that in your ad then it's like you care way too much about it yeah you don't smoke <laughs> on just 420 <laughs> yeah exactly like I, like it's obviously a big part of your life that you need right. to say that um and um and then it was like looking for people with bde or wpe and i was like bde big dick energy had to urban dictionary wpe wet pussy energy (laughs) cool just just a little stain everywhere they go that you can see (laughs) it was i was like ew somehow that's way grosser i was reading it with my coworker (laughs) at the time who is a female and she was like that's disgusting (laughs) that is disgusting man um so yeah I didn't room with those guys. Shocker. The poor double standard that we've set up for women. We can say big dick energy, but wet pussy energy is gross. But and I, I, it, and I try, that's why, and I tried to assess it with my like female coworker. I was like, I'm not weirded out by big dick energy, but I'm weirded out by wet pussy energy. Is that wrong? And she was like, no, I feel the same way. And she's like a feminist and stuff like that. And she's like, I feel yeah. the same way. That's really fucking weird. For me, it's like a moisture content thing. If the <laughs> dick was like sloppy wet, I would be yeah. grossed out too. It's not called WDE wet dick energy. Nobody wants that. <laughs> like that's disgusting. The post sex and you're just trying to fall asleep energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like like you uh, you just got out of the shower and you <laughs> lay you sit on your you sit on your bed. Have you ever done this and you sit on your bed? Or something like that, and like your little, you leave a little dick and ball stain in your like uh, sheets. It's just water, yeah. so it's not a big deal. You, you, but yeah, you're out of the warm shower, and that's the longest flaccid that will ever be. Yeah, it's, it's really strange. <laughs> All right, man. Um, what a great time to just throw a sponsor in here. Yeah, <laughs> this is definitely what this sponsor wanted as a lead up for them. Yeah. So this is called Condition One. Today's episode is brought to you by Condition One. While stationed in Africa, U.S. Marine Matt DeMaio faced his toughest challenge. <laughs> I'm not, <clears throat> while stationed, <laughs> I'm really struggling with this one. It's just the context. I'm not struggling at the the copy's great. Whoever wrote this did a good job. It's just what we led into this with, and now I have to talk about a business like run by a veteran. <laughs> sorry matt demayo or whatever your name is while stationed in africa u.s marine matt demayo faced his toughest challenge yet his diet like many (laughs) did like many marines matt wasn't eating real food on a daily basis as a result he had constant fatigue and low energy Mm. what he needed was the perfect performance bar (laughs) A well-rounded protein bar made from real food. One, one, Dude, we're going to get fired. One packed with a full spectrum of amino acids and protein with complex carbs and healthy fats for sustained energy, muscle fatigue prevention, and more. So Matt teamed up with a nutritionist and Condition One was born. From soldiers and gym lovers to those with active lifestyles, C1 can help you reach your fitness goals without the dry, chalky taste. And to honor his military roots, every C1 purchase helps veteran nonprofits. Condition One is offering ex- is exclusively offering our listeners 10% off their next online purchase. Head over to GoCondition1.com and use the code POD10 to get your protein bar today. Thank you, Condition One. <laughs> yeah. They actually sound like a good company and you just... 
Yeah, no, I just, we just <laughs> led up with a very frank and uh, sexual conversation. And then, uh, you know. Anyway, Alex, what's our word of the day? Uh, yeah, uh, Jacob, our word of the day or is a concept and it's change. Ooh. Yeah, because a lot has been changing in my life and it sounds like a lot might be changing in your life. And yeah, I just change. Do you like change? Do you not like change? I personally like it. I like it, but I don't like the physical act of doing it. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I never feel more alive or more like my brain is working than when something is changing. Like if I break my routine to, you know, go somewhere for a couple of weeks and then that that first like three or four days that you're somewhere new and you don't know anything and you're like your survival instinct kicks in and it's just like this weird, like low key adrenaline rush. Yeah, I I do enjoy that, but it's things like um, I have to switch the address on all my credit card and yeah, I forgot a- to do that. And I got like denied for an online purchase <laughs> and it was like, motherfucker. Yeah, I have gotten very good at that now. I've done it like nine times in the last like two years. But um, no, you're right. You're right. I, I, I do like change. I, I embrace it i would say that i did not used to like change i grow i lived in the same house from first grade to high school graduation and someday when my my parents still live in that house so someday when that changes it's gonna be then that's gonna be a weird one i don't it'll take me a while to accept but uh, lately as i've gotten older i'm okay a little more with like certain like holiday traditions changing or just yeah things changing yeah i think it's important to like uh i think as i've grown over older over geez as i've grown older i hope that i've become a little more like adaptable to things you know and i can like like you said with holidays changing or something like that like accepting that i'm probably no longer going to celebrate columbus day or something like that you know (laughs) because i was like well and i was just taught we were just like taught that way and i was like how was I supposed Did to you? know anybody? I've never celebrated Columbus Day. That was not like a thing. Oh, I, I mean, we still had school, but we would like, you know, we would like dress up and then we would be like, it's Columbus Day. You know, that's what this was I mean, like. Maybe I did, but I don't, that doesn't sound familiar. This was in like third grade. And, <laughs> you know, obviously looking back on it, I was like, well, that was not correct. But how was I supposed to know any better? But at least now I can like accept that. If you would have told me in third grade that Columbus was like a genocidal maniac, I would have been like, nah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That would have been unacceptable to me. Yeah. One thing I don't like is uh, when you get older, how your body starts to change. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Your metabolism starts to change. Oh, dude. That's starting to hit me fast and hard. I was like 90 pounds in high school and was skinny as shit and would literally like eat to gain weight. I would eat like double. I would eat in the morning. Then I would have a snack. Then I would go at, eat lunch at school. Then I would go to some sports practice after school. Then I would get home. I would eat like a hot dog or like a box of mac and cheese. Then I would yeah. eat dinner right. with my family. And then I would make like my dad, my dad would have me drink like a milkshake, but it had like protein powder in it at night. And so it was like a thick, hearty milkshake. And I just was like <laughs> not gaining weight. 
It was just nothing <laughs> was going in. And now I've definitely got a little bit of a pudge. And I've definitely like, for the first time in my life, I like gained weight and then worked out really hard and like lost weight. That was like the first time in my life that I ever was like, I need to lose weight. Yeah, I've done that a couple. I've done that twice. One like one major time in high school, I lost like 40 pounds in one year. And then <clears throat> a couple years ago, the first time I grew my beard out, I lost a bunch of weight, probably 25, 30 pounds before we filmed our, uh, or actually during the filming of the Gingers on Ice pilot. It's, uh, it's weird. And I just like, at what point do I, do I stop caring? You know? Yeah. I'm well, excited that's... for that point. Cause I like, <laughs> I see my father who's actually, and your father too, by the way, our fathers are incredibly fit men for their age. Yeah. And I'm uh -huh. like, so that's good. That's good news. But I'm also like, am I going to have to like maintain that? Like that worries me. But then I see right. like my grandfather who's 91, who used to be incredibly fit, but now he's 91 and he's got a belly. And I'm like, when did that belly come on? When did, when did you just like <laughs> look into me and you're like, fuck it. it. It's fine. Yeah. No, that's a good point. When, when is it okay to give up? Um, and everybody has a little bit of pudge like via quarantine. It's interesting. Oh yeah. Going back to work and everybody's just like a little bit quarantine heavier. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh, did I, uh, I went to, a, I did a quarantine haircut mm -hmm. too, by the way, this was, so I, I just like, I only have one length and it's for my beard, like one length trimmer. Yeah. And Sheridan just did my whole head. This was in like March and I didn't get a haircut the rest of the time until it, it had gotten so bad. It turns out the side of my hair, like the side of my head grows faster than the top of my head. Huh. Okay. Even though my head was just, a, everything was the same length on my head. So it looked really bad. It looked atrocious. <laughs> it looked like some sort of weird, like fryer tuck. <laughs> like just the sides were really long and i went to a i went to a sports clips in flagstaff arizona um which is just like this weird like straight white man barbershop where they like yeah. every place has got like a tv and they're playing sports and they try to talk to you about sports while you're in there. And, and they were yeah, like, well, you went to a place called Sport Clips. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, fuck, man. I just wanted a haircut and I just didn't want to like make an appointment or anything like that. And we went, there was a poke shop next door that we went to for lunch. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to get a haircut because I need it yeah. so badly. And when we got there, the, the lady who did my hair, she was super sweet and super nice, but she was like, oh, since this is your first time in here, we're going to give you the MVP treatment. And then the MVP treatment, you will, will like wash your face and we'll give you a massage. And I was like, no, I don't want any of that. <laughs> just cut my just, hair. Just the haircut. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, are you sure? Like, we're going to take care of you. And I was like, don't do that. I'm not like that. Just cut my hair it was very odd it was an odd place but then sh she took my hat off and i was like how bad is that and she was like well the sides grew in a lot faster than the, the top is that what you're seeing and i was like yeah i was like how many quarantine haircuts have you seen and she was like a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah my mom did mine in march as well and just shaved the whole thing and then it, it didn't grow back faster on the sides but it just kind of my hair like grows like a helmet like it looks like a lego piece hair yeah and so uh, it got pretty domey before I finally went and got it cut. But Austin has these like hipster barbershop franchises mm. where you go in and they're like, would you like a beer? And I'm like, yeah, I guess. And then you like have like they an have a, IPA. Do they have a leather apron on? 
<laughs> no, I haven't seen that, but hmm. I have uh, gotten like the straight razor shave down the back of my neck, which I honestly never knew existed until I left Montana. I don't know if people don't do it in Montana or what, but uh, maybe just not in my hometown. Um, and then one time I got a haircut here and the guy was like, would you like a massage? And I was like, I guess. And he like got this big like massage wand thing out and was just like, duh, 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 duh. And I was like, ah, this is fine. I'm good. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't. I'm not down with massages. They freak no. me out. Hot towel on the back of the neck, though? Hard yes. Really? I also don't like when, like, the washing of the hair. I've, like, talked to so many girls. And what? they're like, oh, when people wash your hair, it's the best feeling. I don't like, oh. what, I don't like it when people I don't know. I'm fine with people oh. I know. I don't like it when people I don't know, like, Wrong. touch me. Ah <laughs> oh, man, dude, the washing of the hair. Maybe, you just have, don't have, like, long, thick hair like me, but it feels like... I don't know. I think they like soften their water or something or there's like special nozzles or something. It just feels incredible. Uh, I mean, I've had it done before and I'm just like, I'm just like cringing the entire time. I'm like, you don't have to do that. I just like feel bad for the person. I was like, do you enjoy doing this? You don't have to do this. <laughs> yeah. Here's a different kind of change. I have been going to a laundromat recently because of the change slash coin shortage happening in the nation. Yeah. The fuck is that about? Yeah, it's kind of a bummer because I have on-site laundry here, like 10 steps from my door, and I can't go use it. <laughs> because it's coin-op, and at the laundromat, you can use your card? Yeah, I go to a place called Coinless Laundry, where you just they just they you get like a laundry card, and then you can reload it with cash or with uh, your, a debit card. Oh, man, I bet those people are doing record-breaking business this month. I went on... Uh, Saturday morning at like 9 a.m. and there were there was one person there and it was awesome and you're not allowed to like hang out in there you have to go sit in your car so I just bring some video games along and go sit in my car and listen to like music and play video games while my laundry's going it's not the end of the world it's not I, I could be worse but it would be cool to sit in my air-conditioned apartment while my laundry happens you know 10 feet away from me <laughs> I in my new place have a garbage disposal for the first time what do you, yeah what do you think of those because i i, I, I mean, use mine I like once in a blue moon like i hardly ever use it i think it's incredible okay why we don't have a dishwasher because touching wet food is horrific somehow i know i was just eating it but when you just run some water over it now it's disgusting and when i'm washing my plate and there's like the little scraps of food like collects in the in the drain yeah. trap and you gotta like sometimes like a finger slips and you touch like a wet piece of like a uh, cilantro have you ever touched like soaking wet cilantro it's disgusting most wet food doesn't bother me all of the things you're describing i do every day <laughs> oh dude it's so gross and then this time like it was the sink was kind of backed up like the water was pooling and i just flipped the switch and then it just like all drained away immediately and i was like <gasps> yes yeah that is cool that is cool I uh I also started a new job. When you start when you start new jobs, do you have any like one thing, here's one thing I have that has never been discussed with me whenever I have started a new job ever. And it kind of if I'm ever the boss of something, I will discuss with my employees this. Where to park? Oh yeah, hundred percent. That no one has ever every single time and I forget every fucking time and then it's my first day and I'm driving to the job of my first day and I'm like fuck yeah <laughs> i don't know where i'm supposed to park especially my new job here is like downtown like downtown downtown so there's 
no part i'm like what am i supposed to do i right. really should have asked someone this like god damn it yeah so are you working at the shoe store yeah i'm just working at the running store here in bozeman now sorry running store <laughs> oh whatever shoe store i don't no, take offense it is to higher that. on the hierarchy then if there's a class system for footwear stores and uh, running stores higher than you know your average pay less i would like to think that dude also here in bozeman people don't give a shit about the mask rule yeah that doesn't shock me i didn't really like i uh my apartment is right across the street from like a baseball field complex mm-hmm. like with like four baseball fields all like their home plates are all almost touching each other and then they like fan out from there if that makes any okay. sense um and just like the other week there was just little league tryouts there and there was like 250 kids on all the baseball fields without masks on and i was like am i hallucinating right now yeah see that montana takes that sort of thing for granted oh there's way less of us and it's like well that's true but that doesn't mean a disproportionate amount of you or an equally proportionate amount of you can get sick or won't get sick you know like ah, yeah that's frustrating I, i feel you and i like and bozeman is very solidly a tourist town way mm-hmm. more than missoula is way way more so i would honestly say like 80 percent of the people i help in the stores are not from bozeman yeah and i've just had a couple of people that are like oh yeah we're from washington we're from maryland whatever but uh we just uh we wanted to stop by and we wanted to come here because y'all don't really care about the mask rule <laughs> that's what i've had multiple people say that to me and i was like oh well i care about it Personally. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, uh, do, does your store have it, or can people just waltz in? I mean, it's it's like mandatory. It's like a law, so we have a sign that says you got to wear a mask, um, and people do. But they're you know, if it like pops off their nose or if it's like hanging off their face, like no one says anything, and I don't want to be the guy that's like, "Hey, can you put that shit back on your face?" Yeah, that's tough, man. I. I worry about that at the preschool too because our, our kids are too like small to wear masks all day yeah and so i'm just whatever germs they've got there they're sending them out into the world uh to land upon my mask i mean kids are disgusting on top of all that <laughs> already yeah let yeah. alone during a pandemic like the i saw i read a tweet that was like if you don't think some kid's just gonna lick his hand and chase other kids around yelling, I've got the Rona, <laughs> then you've never hung out with kids in your life. Yep, 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 yep. That is true. Back in, I was working at a preschool in 2016, and there was a kid, uh, we'll call him Stan, not his real name, but yeah. uh, it was, you know, it was election season, and some of the kids didn't like Stan. And I, like, stepped out to go to the bathroom, and I came back, and they were just like, chanting at him they were like stan likes trump stan likes trump <laughs> jesus and Christ. i was like i'm sorry what's going on they were like oh stan likes trump he's gonna vote for trump and i was like oh god <laughs> <laughs> these kids are a little older than the ones i work with now who have no concept of you know presidents or uh um politics in general yeah 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 exactly that's hilarious that they said he's gonna vote for trump <laughs> like he's not gonna vote for anything neither are you Kids are smarter than people give them credit for, and they are way, way, way more adaptable to change than people give them credit for. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why, as we get older, we get more set in in our ways. Because you're totally right. You could just throw anything at a kid, and they're like, okay. Well, I think society kind of forces us to be, you know? Like, there's all these expectations, and if you're 
changing things about your life all of the time. You're not going to be able to, you know, get married or raise a child or own a home the way that society wants you to. Mm. But there are people who make it work, who are constantly, you know, I, I, a lot of the film industry is that way. It's a new job every single week. Yeah. Yeah. The, the whole like freelance society causes me anxiety. Oh, hundred percent. I've done it. Don't care to go back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like shout out to the people that are willing to just like grind on that shit all the time. But uh, my God, it's not for me. Speaking of film, MacGruber was just greenlit for an eight episode order at Peacock, NBC's streaming service. I saw that and I could hear you pop a boner from here. <laughs> I'm just excited. It's been a rough year. And uh, if, if some MacGruber in 2021 is as good as the movie or sketches, then I will be happy. Even if it's not as good, it's it's that movie's 10 years old this year. And so it's just almost like nostalgia for me at this point. That movie's 10 years old. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Fuck. Dude, speaking of uh, slight pornography, and this is a kind of a funny story. So we were down in Sedona. Uh, as on a little like day trip, we went to Sedona, which is like a very small, very touristy town in Arizona. Um, and they had this little like artists walking mall, which with a bunch of like art galleries with art that mm. was like thirty five grand a piece and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and it was like modeled after this like old Mexican village, mm. but I everything was obviously built in like the nineties, just built to look like an old Mexican village, but with like the narrow cobblestone streets, but instead of cars, you could just like walk down and go to all the galleries. But there was like, like upstairs in this place was called like, it just, it was just called alt books and records. And I was like, yes, we're going here. And it was this. So I don't know if you know, I didn't know this about Sedona, Arizona. It has, I don't know how to explain this. Um, People believe that it's one of the positive vortices in the world or vortexes. Okay. Um, there's a lot of positive energy in Sedona. Um, the, there's, there's four vortices. I learned about this in this store. Are you trying to say vertices? No, vor- vortexes. Multiple vortexes. Okay. Um, but I don't think vortexes is a word. I think it's vortices. Um, yeah, it's vortices. Um, <laughs> okay. And Sedona's one of the positive ones, and Stonehenge is the other positive one. And then there's two negative ones, and I can't remember the negative ones right now, and that's really bumming me out. Um, but anyway, and they will like go, you know, there's tons of like advertisements for like, oh, go on a spiritual journey with a spirit guide and go like meditate on some like red rocks and i don't know yeah. fucking do dmt i'm sure that's a part of it on some at some point um it's very very sp- spiritual and, and hippie and you know whatever i don't really care um yeah and this like just super burned out hippie lady owned this bookstore um she just was like in like a tie-dye dress and had like beads all over her there was just so many okay. beads and she had like one gray dreadlock coming out of her hair. Um, she was so kind and she was super cool. And I was like looking through all her records and dude, I, and maybe we could post a picture of it on the Instagram. I got this record from Giorgio Moroder, Moroder? Yeah, Moroder or whatever. Yeah, yeah I know one of like the about. first uh, electronic artists. 
and the cover art is unbelievable it's like this 60s like sci-fi babe thing it's hilarious i got it purely because of that i even looked him up on spotify and this record is like not on his discography and stuff like that i don't know what this record is from it's called it says it's the soundtrack to a show called battlestar galactica but i can't find any like info on it it's really cool though and i just like i just like love it for like the sci-fi-ness i i i've heard of this artist before he's like one of the fathers of like electronic music and stuff like that and i was like oh i gotta have this and it's got like a semi-naked like sci-fi chick on the cover of it. And this, yeah, what this... is the point of the like silver like shorts that she's wearing that are like in her butt crack? Oh yeah, good. You're looking up a picture of it. Yeah, the, yeah. I don't. It's just hilarious to me, dude. <laughs> and I was like, I gotta have this. And she wanted like ten dollars for it. And I was like, okay, I'm definitely buying this. And as I was buying it, she was like, oh yeah, you're getting it for. She was like, this this pretty hot girl on this. And I was like, ew, no. <laughs> You're like, yeah, these uh, uh, so, uh, illustration of an attractive woman from the 70s really does it for me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? No, I just, it's, I just like, I honestly think it's like a piece of art. Like, it's yeah. fantastic to me. You're like, we don't have dial-up anymore, lady. I need yeah. way more than this. <laughs> like, oh my God. Are you ready to do some police blotter? Yeah. A caller reported a vehicle took out some fence and drove through a field before leaving the scene. Hmm. <laughs> I've always wanted to drive through a fence, fence to be like perfectly honest with you. Uh, what movie was it where they like tried to drive through the front gate? Like they're like, oh, we're going to drive through the front gate like they do in the movies. And they just like slam into that's what I always think. I have no idea. When I like see fences, I was like, I think you were just like slam into that fence and it would fuck <laughs> up your car pretty bad. Yeah, it depends on the uh, the building materials, I guess. When I hear that, I'm like, oh, they're drunk or they fell asleep and they went off the road and, and they ran into a fence. But the fact that they then drove away was like, well, did they just see this fence? And they were like, fuck your fence. Yeah. It was probably a drunk driving thing. Like they took a turn too fast and uh, drove off into a field. Yeah, the fact that they were able to get back out of the field, up the ditch, and back onto the road—that's that's quite a feat, actually. <laughs> True. I mean, maybe adrenaline was surging, and they were just like, "I'm alive, I'm awake." The car is like, "Let's do this!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a caller reported a yard that looks like a jungle, and the deer have taken over. Officers were advised, and they left messages for code compliance to follow up. Uh, First of all, you cannot have a jungle in Montana. It doesn't have the growing season. You can't anywhere in Montana, and certainly not in your hometown. <laughs> like it's a kind looks of like a, a jungle. That that's a that's a other vines is like Tarzan there hanging on a vine. Yeah, or no. is instead of your ridiculous standards for your lawn of three quarter inch grass, it's like two inch long grass. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> some old white dude's like, it looks like a jungle over there. Right, right, exactly. Because no one's the... been able to leave their house, and so all they see is the neighbor's yard that's slightly too like, too long. Um, yeah, or they've been quarantining somewhere else. They haven't been home for four months, five months. Right, <laughs> exactly. That's probably the thing, is those people aren't there, and they didn't pay somebody <laughs> to take care of their yard. Yeah. Honestly, the deer are probably stoked. The deer are probably doing a good thing. They're taking care of the lawn. Mm, yeah, my dad's going to hear that and be like, 
Alex doesn't know that I had to put snow fence up one year to help stop them from eating our trees. Oh, dude, I, I tell this story and people never believe me because... So, like, I grew up with moose being, like, a nuisance to us. And I... Somewhere there exists f- footage of my father going, like, Is that those goddamn moose again? And, like, we had these, like, two moose that would hang out in our yard and just eat all of our trees just like that. And then my dad ran out onto the porch and started throwing snowball at snowballs <laughs> snowballs at a fully grown moose to, like, that's scare so it. That's so dangerous. I know, dude. And I was like, that's insanity, dude. And it was humongous. I was like, that thing weighs, like, 1,700 pounds. And you're just, like, throwing snowballs at it. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. Man. Yeah, I don't know. I've probably ever seen a moose like once or twice in my life, and it was far away. Thank God. Really? Oh no. I mean, I have, I've seen tons of moose, and it's just yeah, it's to the point that we saw them as nuisances. A caller reported an individual was walking past the courthouse, yelling into their phone. An officer responded, but was unable to locate the individual. No way. <laughs> no way. That that cracks like the top five for stupidest shit to call the cops for yeah and somebody yelling into their phone mind, i mean mind your yeah. own fucking business dude <laughs> <laughs> holy shit what are you doing i don't care they could be screaming the wildest things i would if i don't care god i don't know if it's on a phone they're clearly t- probably talking to someone they're having a conversation they're upset just, this oh courthouse is so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot find the entrance. Where is it? Where is the front door? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's all I got this week. Oh. But for real, it's been a while since we've uh, read any like reviews. So if you want to go to iTunes and write a review, that'd be cool. You can put as many stars as you want. You can write whatever you want. I don't care. We will read it. We'll yeah. probably make fun of you in some capacity. And we appreciate you listening to the show. Yeah. Even if you're a robot. We've read a couple robot reviews before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's been a few. Uh, well, that's all I got this week, man. All right. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by the fact that we talked about moose being nuisances, and I missed the pun, moosences.